Ah, Jay, I just got to face it, my man. I'm turning 33 here in about a month and a half, and they're, oh. they're just things I can't do anymore. My body's failing me. Shut it. It's been a good run. Shut it. You're in great shape, okay? <laughs> You're like Richard Simmons. <laughs> that is factually incorrect, my man. <laughs> hey, it was with AJ on VFX. Ajay's in this morning. Okay, so yeah. I legitimately, legitimately almost fell on my face this week, and I was sitting on my couch cross-legged, and I I had to do half an hour, maybe. And my I went to stand up, and my knee just was like, hold on, we need to adjust here for a second. I almost face-planted right there in my living room. So I was one time showing off in front of, in front of a group of people, and I was like, well, I'm going to do a cartwheel. And when I did the cartwheel, it actually looked like I did like a, a rollover on two hands and two feet. And then when I tried to stand up, I had sprained my ribs. I sprained my back, had to sit there and lay on the ground and pretend like I fell over and was just like laughing. But really, I was in freaking pain. I couldn't move. So how depressing that is? Yeah. How depressing that <laughs> is, AJ? Oh, okay, I, I could top that one. Okay, let's so, hear it. So when I lay down initially at night to get comfortable... I put my arm under my pillow, so I don't mm-hmm. lay on my shoulder, but I kind of lay on my shoulder. And occasionally, I actually do fall asleep fast enough that I'll fall asleep on that, and like it'll, it'll, my I arm will go to going. sleep. Right. Well, one day, probably about a, maybe about a year ago at this point now, I came in, and I my arm wasn't asleep, but like I couldn't lift it above this, <laughs> and we had decided basically what had happened is because somehow the way I slept, I threw out a muscle on my shoulder for the day. It was fine, like, the next day, but that, that first day, I couldn't lift it above 90 degrees. Like, I could get it parallel to the rest of my shoulders, but that was it. No kidding. Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, just just fall off then. Really? That's what we're going to do? I'm going to throw my arm out because I slept wrong? Hey, off the sidewalk here, but have you ever, like, when you fall asleep on your arm, you, like, your arm's asleep, right? And you, like, raise your arm above your head, and then it just, like, collapses and hits you right in yes. the face? Yeah. Oh, man, that is the worst feeling. Friday morning. I had a panic attack, a small one, because my arm had fallen asleep and I could not lift it. And I was like, no, oh my what? gosh, my arm's broken. Oh, because I couldn't. It was, I was just waking up panicking. It was the first thing I thought. And then all of a sudden, it finally, like 30 seconds later, it finally started to return because I got yeah. off of my arm. But I was freaking out in bed. And then I came in this and pretended like I wasn't insane. It's just we weird. I'll get up, I'll start hitting myself. <laughs> I'm like, ow, 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 ow. Quit hitting yourself. <laughs> Oh. I'm telling you, it's just falling apart. It was just a good run. Old, man. Yeah, I know. 32 years. Cap it off right there. That was a good run. I'm not going to tell you how many years. Yeah, yes, a lot. Downhill from here. On this earth. Uh, it's actually our Thermo Fisher poll of the day. What is something you felt like you used to be able to do and couldn't? Uh, Ashley commented, said, staying up all night, walking up and down stairs, not complaining about my knees or back hurting. Cheryl said, holding a three-year-old while walking for longer than five minutes. Okay. I used to be able to stay up way late. And now I can't. I can't. I'll go to bed by nine for no reason at all. I'm jealous of that. I'll be like, oh, it's eleven o'clock. Oh, it's nine, <laughs> but it feels like it's eleven. So I haven't tried this in a while because, judging by the fact that I threw out my shoulder sleeping wrong, I, I don't know what would do. I used to be able to put both legs behind my head. Used to be my random what? fun fact. Yeah, I used to be able. How to How long it. ago was this? I haven't attempted it since early college. Okay, we and I, I won't. I don't want to do it now. Let's because try it. Come on, I'll help you. I'm gonna get stuck. I, I you might, but it'll be worth it. Let's do it anyways, for the sake we'll film of the show. It and it'll be worth it. <laughs> Maybe I'll think about it. Actually, speaking about getting old, it's one of the things. Like, right, you think your body changes a little bit, it starts to fall apart, doesn't work the same way. You got to make some adjustments. And I'm trying to stick to one now, and I'm curious if, Ajay, you have an unhealthy habit you're trying to make a change to permanently as well. Ooh. All right, we already established bodies falling apart. Got to make adjustments to try and keep it held together as long as humanly possible. AM's with AJ on VFX. Ajay's in this morning. So what are the changes you're trying to make to, to combat unhealthy habits? I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm a bigger dude, so it's always right finding ways to stay active, finding ways to eat better. And I'm really trying hard to stick to this Dude, regular eating salads good thing. Good for you. Thank you. So <laughs> I thought forever I was doing myself a favor when I'd eat salad and put no dressing on it. I was like, yep, I'm eating salad with no dressing. And then finally someone looked at me and said, Dude, you're an idiot. Like, <laughs> why are you eating salad without any dressing? The dressing's not the problem, dude. It's when you put a double cheeseburger in there, then you're, in there, <laughs> then you're getting yourself in trouble. <laughs> I thought this looked like a cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, man. I've been doing salads wrong my entire life. Man. <laughs> Just saying.
see, you know what my habit is? My problem with eating is, so like I'll have these stretches right now. I'm doing a little bit better with salads. But then like this weekend, this is my problem. So I, I'm eating salads regularly about about once a day. Okay. And then randomly like this Saturday night, it gets the middle of the night. And then Ashley and I get just a bad case of the munchies. And then we just, we destroy a play of nachos. And then we eat a bag of, she brought home caramel corn, <laughs> a whole, like a whole bag of it. And I'm like, oh, this close. Next week will be better. There's just <laughs> that one time you just cave. You got a bad craving and you're done. So I was doing so good this weekend, right? I was, I was, I mean, actually I was skipping meals. I mean, I was like, yeah, I don't feel like eating right now. I'm just going to skip. And then I'd have like a small bowl of cereal for a dinner or whatever. Well, yesterday, no soda, doing really, really well, nice, water man. all day. 8.30 at night, I was like, I got to get some gas for my car. So I go to Maverick, grab me some gas for my car. Oh, look, there's Coke Zero. Oh, man, got to get me one on the rocks. It's been a, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> it's been a got long, a long weekend. Got, got a long week tomorrow, and it's got to start <laughs> off right. But it only bought me like a small cup uh, I mean, of it. Hey, hey, the important thing is not to... Not to beat yourself up for these small little cheats, right? Because then all of a sudden you're off the wagon, and then it's it's all over. Yeah, how's you your know, walks coming, by the way? Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, the weather doesn't help. Because no. like when the weather's lousy, I of course don't want to go outside. Yeah, who wants to go out there and go for a walk? Right, so eh. in thirty degree weather and snow. I'm trying to balance both. We got Kyle on the phone. Kyle, what is your unhealthy habit you're really trying to change? I tend to eat a lot in the middle of the night, and I'll have like entire meals like two in the morning. Usually it's it's leftovers and. I have to stop that because then I go right to bed and I feel like it's just making me gain all the way back again. <laughs> okay, so look, eating late at night is super bad for you. I don't know what it is though, AJ. Food changes 11, midnight, one o'clock in the morning. I hear I'm I'm with you, Kyle. Like whole meal, don't don't do it. You talk yourself out of it. It's a big deal for your body because it's really terrible for hey, you. I heard that like the case even if you eat fruit or vegetables. That I think everything. Not- that's it's, crazy. It's just bad for your body. I go eat some fruit, and it's like, oh, well, that's another thousand calories for you, buddy. <laughs> it's I, past 11 o'clock at night. It's a magic spill. Bod- bodies are amazing things, right? Like, I've been in car accidents, totally fine. I sleep wrong on my shoulder, muscle throw it out. Like, breaking it just, your arm. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Speaking of, of someone needing to recuperate or, or needing someone to cover for him, I became this past week, due to someone's minor surgery, a professional bend overer. A new skill I can add to my resume. We got to find a new word for that. <laughs> when I grew up, I did not think I would be someone stand in, bend over. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ is in this morning for the debate today. Okay, let me explain. Yeah, right? You get do. this look on your face like, what was that? Yeah. Ashley had a minor procedure okay. in her abdomen area. And it was, it was minor. She was home the next day. But because of that, you know, there's a recovery process. And because of that, she has been instructed she should not bend over at okay. the waist, right? So now anything she has to pick up, me, right here, this guy. All right. So good. I'm a stand-in, bend over. And look, you to- really need to find something else to replace that. That's though. what it is, though. I. That's what I'm doing. Stand up, bend over. <laughs> yeah, just, I mean, So <laughs> there's so many reasons. Okay, well, speaking of replacing it, here's my thought. So I don't mind doing it. I love her to death. I'm happy to help put her out. But... I my the thing the first thing that came to my mind is those toys as kids right they they were on sticks and you had that little the little circle at the bottom you could tug and then the mouth on the top of the stick would open up uh-huh. right I was like oh what if I get her one of those or one of those handy claw things so she could just use that to pick stuff up whenever I'm not around or all the time why don't you get a vacuum so it was just suck up and it was hang on to the hose and then you can grab it and whatever you need to do <laughs> what do you do with your clothes you suck them <laughs> suck them <laughs> the office suck it. Suck it! Suck it! Oh, somebody called David Wallace here. We got an idea. I love I'm that in guy. need of it. No, it's just funny. Like, I think uh, probably today, into this weekend, I think she'll be fine to to kind of do it as well. But, you know, basically, I don't lift stuff, but she can't bend over. And so, like, it's funny because we have stuff that sits on, like, the bottom, bottom level of our little pantry cart we bought to give us some more space. And she's like, can you hand me that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bend down, pick up. Here you go. Anything else? You seem else? like you're... Uh, that this is a burdensome for you. It's not burdensome. I find it more funny than anything <laughs> because, like, could you imagine not like it's just got to be annoying to her, right? Yeah, sure. You're like, uh, oh, like if you drop something, it's gonna be the worst, right? She drops her keys and she's like, uh, I had to help her with her shoes the other day. 
She was trying to put them on, and she was standing up, so I had to pull it, grab the thing and pull the pull it back so she could slide her foot in, right, the little loopy on the back. Yeah. This has got to be annoying. It's just funny to me. I'm like, but if you had one of those those little claw things, I could just see you. I could see you coming home with a bunch of tools and things. <laughs> All right, we're going to try a bunch of things for you to help fix this issue. Let's try this first. Nope. Okay. Let's try this. We got some options here to make yourself. Next thing you know, I build Doc Ock from Spider-Man. And You're she's just going to bring arms. home some random dude or whatever. Okay, this guy's going to be the picker upper bender over over dude. And then he's also going to be the tire shoer dude. Goes to Indeed.com. Needs someone to be a professional bend over Craigslist, what do we got here? What do we got? Yeah, okay, he's, he's charging about 25 an hour. 25 cents, that is. That, that'll work. Meals provided. Yeah. <laughs> I did not end up putting up the listing because it, I, I was only really needed for about two and a half days. Thank goodness, because I don't think I could have survived. All the talk we've already done this morning, AJ, about just how my body's falling apart. Okay, you just didn't want to call another dude who had a six-pack of abs, <laughs> great calves, nice wrist, a strong neckline. Believe it, okay, this sounds like your fantasy more than my jealousy <laughs> is what it's really starting I, to come I across I may have done as. what I told you to do. <laughs> Good to know. If you need anyone to professionally bend over to pick things up for you, Ajay might know some people. That's what I just heard. Speaking of uh, silly, because that if there was anything that was silly, it was definitely that. Uh, you know how in TV shows all the time, they always have that traumatic, the traumatic event, right, where somebody goes to the mall and Santa gets attacked or the Easter Bunny gets attacked. It's supposed to be this scene that's supposed to be thrown away for a joke because the kids get to watch that happen. You never, none what of, movies are you watching these days? Not the same ones as you apparently. Well, <laughs> bad news. Uh, in one of our headlines today, the Easter Bunny got tased. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> that, that, just one of two crazy headlines coming I'm up. I'm the bunny's dead. <laughs> it's not going to go well. I'm not saying that the stand-in for the Easter Bunny didn't necessarily deserve it, but, man, I hope that uh, it was a good reason because those police officers taking a chance and not getting any candy this holiday season. You know, I don't get it. The Easter Bunny's got a really busy week ahead of him, a really busy weekend, get all to these kids and take care of them, and he's worried about his stand-ins getting just... You know, you're right. You're right. Before we get before we get too high strung, though, AMs with AJ at VFX. AJ said it's Florida not. Headline number one: A woman got arrested for domestic battery after she allegedly used her cat as a weapon. Uh, huh? That's the headline, man. <laughs> oh come on! That's the headline. Look, apparently she got into a domestic dispute with her girlfriend and used the cat and quote went into attack mode. Throwing the cat at her girlfriend. Are we? I've got so many questions. We'll ask later. Okay. Headline number two: A shopping mall's Easter Bunny oh. stand-in had to be tased and arrested after assaulting oh. a cop earlier this <laughs> this last week. He was not in costume when it happened. Thank goodness. Again, the Easter Bunny's got a busy weekend ahead of him, and he's got to worry about his stand-ins getting tased. The vet process was a little bit tougher. You think the Easter Bunny would be like, all right, so you're not going to attack a police officer, are you right? That's kind of a deal breaker. Got to add that one on the resume now. I'm just glad he wasn't in costume. Can you imagine that? The Easter Bunny just starts swinging. You see this giant bunny getting tased. Can you imagine the people? Oh, it'd be rough. Oh, jeez. Leave him alone. Easter Bunny, if you're listening, just be careful out there. You never know. You got to vet him. You got to vet him. Poor cat. Get this cat. You adopt it from the shelter. You... Want to show it love and affection, all of a sudden becomes a middleman in a dispute between girlfriends, and all of a sudden becomes a weapon that gets someone arrested. Florida now with AMs with AJ at VFX, AJ in this morning. Story number one a woman got arrested for domestic battery after she allegedly used her cat as a weapon. Her and her girlfriend were arguing. Apparently, one of them accused the other of cheating. So the one that got accused of cheating decided to take the, swore she hadn't. Took the cat and shoved it into her face. The cat freaked out, went into attack mode, and the uh, other girlfriend had multiple lacerations on their face when they showed up and the, was arrested. The one that used the cat was arrested for domestic violence. So, a cat fight, literally. I, yeah, good call. A literal cat fight, basically. Yes, yes. Nails who, versus nails. Who doesn't bring a cat to a cat fight? I mean, that's... How come the cat didn't get arrested? I think it's because the cat doesn't know any better. Cat the cat knows out. exactly cat what it's doing. Cat walks out little plastic, those little, those little zip ties on its wrists, and it's walking because they got it on that stick. <laughs> Let's go, cat. I'm not going to tolerate this behavior. 
Read it as Miranda writes. Meow, 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 meow. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Story number two. <laughs> a shopping mall's Easter Bunny actor got oh. tased by police. Luckily, he wasn't in costume, but it happened late last week. Police, <laughs> <laughs> police say he was dressed as Easter Bunny earlier in the day. He changed out of his costume. Uh, they say, no, there's no report as to what happened, but about seven o'clock in the evening, he assaulted a female officer and then just started booking it through the mall. Cops ended up having to tase him to get him to stop and arrested him, took him into custody. Can we go through some of the hypothetical theories? Like what if the <laughs> cop came out and said, you're not real. Yeah, that's what it was. And it's the, like, and the stand in bunnies like, okay, th- there's the argument we have all the time all right. on the show. What, what's your favorite color? Peep cop. Peeps are disgusting. <gasps> <laughs> Hey, swings. Bugs Bunny's better. Okay, you want some? Could you imagine the PA now, Troy? Uh, kids, we have a stand-in Easter Bunny at the Frozen section. <laughs> Five minutes later, uh, please do not go to the Frozen section, whatever you do. Please do not go to the Frozen section. The time being, the pictures with the Easter Bunnies are delayed. We're sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> and you know, and the, and the real Easter Bunnies out there doing its work and ready for the weekend and get ready to take care of these kids. Got to show up, bail this guy out. Yeah, gotta, fire I got to go help. You know, I don't, how do you bail them out? Reese's eggs. Oh, I would, I would take those. They're delicious. Cadbury eggs. I mean, those aren't bad. Three hundred and fifty of them. Gold coins. Those chocolate covered gold coins. Like it. <laughs> okay, Audrey. So that being said, which story's from Florida? Oh man, it's got to be the Easter Bunny. No way. Unfortunately, it's not. The cat fight? Cat fight oh, was that in crap Florida. happens in North Dakota. Actually, the, the funny thing is, in Florida, there's a recurring theme, and for veterans of Florida not, they'll know this. The, Florida regularly has people get arrested for domestic assault with the weirdest things. Now, someone did get injured with the cat, but we've had pizza, spaghetti, a cheeseburger. Like, people have gotten arrested using those, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, as weapons. The Easter Bunny, Illinois. Midwest represent... We take this. We take the Easter Bunny seriously there. Absolutely, and the Easter Bunny takes a stand-in serious uh, to go out there and do their job. Vet them a little bit better. Florida or not on VFX. Believe it or not, AJ, this is not the end of the crazy stories. I don't know what happened this weekend, but I've got more for you. So you remember? And I hope this is the case for you too. Okay. But when I was in like middle school and early high school, science class was always the coolest class. Get to watch Bill Nye videos. Teacher would be like, "All right, nobody, everybody, back up," and they'd set stuff on fire. It was always the coolest thing. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, well, one teacher got fired because they set someone's hair on fire. Oh, there we go. That's what we're talking about. Now, of course, for science class, you automatically think Bill, 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 Bill Nye, the science guy, and those videos were always awesome. But science was always so cool growing up because you got to do fun things. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. Like, I remember in middle school, uh, I cannot remember what the scientific theory was that my teacher was trying to teach us about, but it was talking about uh, how oxygen is important, I think, for the chemical process of fire. So this experiment specifically, he had this this piece of chalkboard, and he put, like, uh, some kind of dust on it, and then he ran the Bunsen burner over it, like, just and didn't do anything. And he moved everybody out of the way, and then he blew it through a hose out over the Bunsen burner, and, of course, it burst into flames because oxygen is important to it. Stuff like that happens in science class. Yes. It is so cool. Yes. But in Texas, apparently they do it a little bit different because trying to jazz some kids up about science class, took hand sanitizer, put it in a kid's hair, and set it on fire. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh here, but man, he put a kid, set a kid's hair on fire. Set a kid's hair on All fire. All right, kids, we're going to see if this really does work. Ah, it works. Fire thing. Well, sure. According to reports, apparently throughout classes all throughout the day, she would uh, put hand sanitizer on kids' hands and, uh, excuse me, I I said hair, hands, and would set it on fire just to demonstrate, and all throughout the day, everyone's fine, and then one kid ruined it for everybody and set their hair, and got burns bad enough to go to the hospital. Oh, But I'm pretty sure it's one of those things, like, you don't do that? They're 12-year-old kids, like... It's like one high five away from, oh my gosh, this is a terrible idea. Look, if you really want to try that experiment, get to high school, have two 16-year-olds test each other because they'll be willing to do it to each other oh. and see how it goes. I tell you, when I was at South Cash over here in Hiram, uh-huh. we uh, we had a fire explosion. I was in ninth grade. Jeez. Uh, of a, uh, yeah, like honestly, like an explosion in, in a science class of an experiment. And they put us on lockdown because they didn't know what it was. Because they, yeah, they weren't sure what was going on. 
So we were in lockdown for flipping ever. What are you I, laughing I'm at? sorry. I was going to tell you my, some of my favorite lockdown story. So I don't know how I don't I don't know how you guys figure out lunch period here. So the way my high school did it is uh, we had we had block scheduling. So we had four classes every other day that were an hour and a half, and then the third period was two hours, so you could have four different lunches. Well, one day I had third lunch, so I had an hour of class, had lunch, and come back for a half an hour of class. Someone got into these two kids got into like a huge fight in a hallway outside the cafeteria, like a massive fight sometime during lunch one, lunch two. But because of that, the security guards pepper sprayed him like it was that bad. No way. The problem is, is that they used so much pepper spray, like it, like no one could be in the lunchroom because it was so bad, like it was lingering. Wow. And so the school comes on and goes, uh, we're sorry, due to a gas leak, lunch has been delayed. So normally I have to sit for an hour and I go to lunch and then I come back for hour. We sat in that class for like two hours oh. before we finally got to go to lunch because they had to alter the schedule. I was dying, but I was like, "Why?" Just say there was a fight. There was a fight, and they used See, pepper spray. We did it right when I was at South Castro Mountain Crest. We just let them duke it out, figure it out, and then both are getting in trouble anyways. <laughs> so even if you won, you were still going to the principal's office. <laughs> so you brought up explosions. We're talking about science. Here's one of the things that always blows my mind. You ever see those stories? Like uh, I think Cinnamon Toast Crunch was the most recent one. There it was. Uh, I think it was Hillary Duff's boyfriend at the time. He got a box Cinnamon Toast Crunch, poured out a cereal, and there were shrimp tails. In the cereal. Oh. And I always ask myself, oh. how? How did they get there? Like, who was, who was munching on shrimp cocktail and was like, yeah, whatever, and then just dumped? Like, how? Well, at a French fry factory, you're not going to believe what someone found on a conveyor belt. Let's just say there was also a potential for explosion, and they called the bomb squad. Oh, no. Whenever there's those stories about something getting in, like, a bag of cereal or a bag of chips, my first question is, how did it get there? Like, again. Like the toy, the bomb of the cereal box, huh? <laughs> How did Spider-Man end not, up at the bottom of not, this thing? Not that. That makes sense. A is with AJ on VFX. AJ in this morning. Like when the shrimp tails ended up in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, who was eating on the cereal conveyor belt line? Like who was like, oh, the shrimp cocktail's delicious, but I don't know what to do with these tails, and just hucked them into the cereal? Like who was doing that? <laughs> how? Like how? And you're not going to believe this. Sort this one out for me. In New Zealand, at a French fry factory, mm, yummy. they're going through potatoes and potatoes and potatoes, doing all the service quality check, right? And then they turn them into French fries. They had to shut down the factory last week because there was a grenade on the conveyor belt. Wait, a real grenade? It turned out to be an 80-year-old training dummy. But still, who brought their fake grenade and was like, this is going to be great, and just sets it down like, oh. Going to put it in the box or whatever. These fries will blow your mind. <laughs> oh my gosh, the puns. <laughs> but like, who who brought their training dummy was like, <laughs> oh no, my family heirloom, I've lost it. <laughs> who did that? Why? Hey, has anybody seen a grenade in the fries? Looking for a grenade. <laughs> like, I don't want to put any bad juju on Gossers, but it's like going to Gossers and no, all of a sudden they're, do that. they're like, Gossers shut down because someone put their switchblade on the conveyor belt. Why? Why was it at the cheese factory? Why? <laughs> they got to start searching everybody who walks in. All right. All right. Hands on the wall. What do you got in your pockets? We got a General Meals here too, right? They got a cereal place. Can you but imagine? Like opening up a box of fries or whatever, or you're digging in your fries and you find a, a paper clip, a switch knife. Like why? Who who's bringing them? Someone gets a Happy Meal. Oh look, mom! I got a, I got a knife. No, Johnny, don't! Who's getting picked on at lunch? They're getting held over the conveyor belt and shaken as all their stuff falls out into the into the boxes or whatever. <laughs> why was an eighty-year-old training dummy? Who has that? First of all, dude, a, a grenade. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> you know what the crazy, the craziest thing? This great, it wasn't the food thing that we've been talking about. You want to know what the craziest thing is? There was a story. I think we had it in Florida, not when it happened. Someone brought a real life bazooka to a Goodwill and was like, "Here you go." Okay, be honest with me. I have questions. Be, I, I, I do too. Okay. Why are you donating a bazooka? Why do you have one? But be honest with me. You're the person, right? Because the Goodwill, DI, they have all those people, right, that sort through the stuff that they actually can I use. I used to be trash. one of those guys. Okay, right. What happens if you're you're doing that job and you find a bazooka? I'm gone. Like I'm like, I don't know what one shot I'm going to take, but this is mine and I'm going to use it. Great. So I'm going to lose my job and go to prison because I took a bazooka. Worth it. So worth it.
I'm gonna give you. You just no. You I don't know how the, I don't know how the system works. You're like here's twenty bucks right now. I'm just don't ask any questions. I'm just gonna take this thing that somebody donated. Here's twenty. I'm selling that thing personally. I want to. I'm taking it. it personally onto the floor and selling it with my name on there. Please Venmo to Ajay. <laughs> I want to. I want to get the one explosion out. I don't know what oh, I'm shooting at, but man, man do I want to shoot that thing? That is just a someone donated a suit. Yeah, right. Or donated. Yeah. Wait, different. someone really did donate a bazooka. Is that a real story? It, was, it happened. I think it was in Georgia. Yeah. Aj being morally, our IQ is just not the smartest in this world. It, right. Right. We Who, just. I, speaking of not smart IQs. Time for park narks. Yes. Okay. So last week, right, we had the person who parked the wrong way, yeah. and there was nobody else on the road. Yep. Well, this week sequels are never as good. This person has way less op- room to operate with, and that is just one of our nominees for park narks this week. I don't know how to really classify what AJ did, but it was like dis- disgruntled grunts coming from AJ's side of the studio as he looks at the park nark nominees this week. Ames with AJ at VFX. AJ's in this morning. Can I ask you something? Yes, Do you please. think that these people are doing it on purpose so they can get on Park Narks on VFX? I like, th- do you on, I, on? I'm being serious here. Like, they're like, you know what? I, I, my car needs some attention, and I'm gonna sell this baby here soon. So I'm gonna park illegally. Like, no publicity's bad. So publicity. we can get VFX to get on it and be like, oh, look at this car. Uh, to answer your question, I think some definitely, Kay. definitely all. No, I think there's definitely some actual but jerks out there. But how do you blatantly be this bad, AJ? I, this this week is inexcusable. So last week, right? Last week, we one of the one of the nominees was the person who parked wrong way on the yes. uh, street. They parked the wrong way, which is illegal, and they were voted the most annoying. But there was nobody else on the street. Granted, you know which way traffic flows, but there was nobody else on the street. Yeah. So if you didn't know, and this friends, isn't Europe, I didn't. I <laughs> I once got a ticket for it. I can understand. But, like, nominee number one is just going to scooch in here. Stripey rectangle has been a prevalent issue with park narcs. This mm-hmm. one is skinny. It is a skinny. Sh- Makes no sense. And it's like it's like they made it skinny on purpose to not to, to not encourage people parking and there. And this car was like, challenge accepted. And it's next to a handicap spot, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's next to a special needs spot. And the car next on its right side, 100% is not getting back into its vehicle. Well, see, do, do you know what I do in that regard? I open my car door and I ding his car or her car. <laughs> oh, I ding your car? Yeah, you ding my car. I'm going to call the police. Great. Will you let them know? We'll just leave your car here, by the way. We'll let the police look at your car. Oh, you're parking illegally, by the way. It's bad. It's, that is that is a bad stripy rectangle park because it is skinny. Nominee number two, another car parked the wrong way, but this time there's a bunch uh. of other cars parked the right way. Nominee number two, one of these is not like the others. Okay, so the car... That it's facing, I thought it was a police car. I thought there was like lights on the top, and so I had to like look closely and zoom in. And then I was like, "Oh, holy karma!" Kicked man. in that immediately. Could you imagine the police officer just sitting there watching the person park? Person gets out of the car and leaves, and is like, "All right, must be an easy ticket." Walks over. Officer, there. That's, that's not my car. Uh, I I saw you do it. It's it's bad. I don't know how you're gonna. So vote again, for these. we have a question: illegal parking. Or inconvenience. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, I mean, this is a tough vote here. Oh, big time! I this think is probably our toughest vote. One of the vote. big differences. I think early on, you and I hammered the uh, the parking the wrong way so yeah. hard, people went with us early on, and then we yep. cast our vote the other way at the end of the week. I'm curious to see if the fact that there's other cars parked the right way on this one, if it's really going to doom nominee number two. I'm really interested to see what the vote looks like here by the end of the week. Me and you two both, buddy. Utah's VFX on our Facebook, Utah's VFX on our Instagram. Vote, as Ajay said, we want to know which one do you think is the most annoying. Take a good long look. Nominee number one and two for Park Narks. Now, Ajay, we see these and we we can chuckle a little bit, but they make us cringe, right? And the question is, since Ajay and I both love it and definitely get the quotes out of the way all the time, you know who else is cringe, but in a kind of funny way? It's Michael Scott from The Office. Oh, my gosh. Is this a segment? And the question is... What is the thing that makes you the Michael Scott in the office? AJ, this is the only reason why I came into the show today. Ideally, at work, you don't do anything too cringe. That story that gets passed around the water cooler. But every once in a while, you may just do so. And hopefully, it's at least entertaining. AM's with AJ on VFX. AJ in this morning. And AJ's absolute favorite show, and it's one of mine as well, is The Office. 
So Ajay, I give him all the credit, said, okay, how about this? What's your Michael Scott moment? Yeah, and for those who don't watch The Office who have not seen The Office, I highly encourage you to watch it. Please. I do. And then I highly encourage you to use these quotes let's, at let's, work or in school. Let's be, yes. Let's, uh, you got to have some patience through season one. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Good. Yeah. Like three, four, and five are generally regarded as everybody's favorites. Yes. While we're on the subject. Yes. So I took it as what is your kind of cringe but also entertaining moment? So here's the thing is I love to give the awkward, incorrect comments. I That is something I'm really good at. Like when Michael Scott's on the phone and he has Jan and Carol both going to uh, uh, poker night for yeah. a charity. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say the quote exactly, but I just see me saying something. I, I'm always awkward on the phone with people. On purpose, too. <laughs> yeah, because nobody's uncomfortable being on the phone anymore, so I'm just going to make it worse for both of I you. I call them and then I make them feel uncomfortable on the phone with some awkward comments. So I thought about this. So yeah. I thought about this. Long and, and hard. one of my favorite... <laughs> Favorite episodes. I would definitely say that's that's a Michael Scott ability. Mind. But one of my favorite episodes is the one where they, they're freaking out about the the show being shut down or the company being shut down, right? There's bankrupt rumors in the Wall sure. Street Journal. So then Michael decides they need to play the murder mystery. <laughs> and, and Jim gets upset and everybody kind of goes along with it, but they're upset because they're like, he's just lost it. I feel like that's generally how people look at me in the building. They're like, well, he's kind of getting stuff done, but like he's... What what is happening? Like he's out there. <laughs> Are we sure he's really focused on the task at hand? <laughs> or like pretzel day, that would be the same thing too, right? Uh, uh, Pam is supposed to pay attention to Scott's <laughs> activities all day, and then at the end of the day, she's surprised because he makes that massive sale, massive sale and yeah. nobody was paying attention. I think it's kind of like that. Everybody's <laughs> like, "Well, he's not getting anything done." At the end of the day, like, "Oh." Hey, oh, that actually got done. Okay, bravo. Yeah, exactly. I'm watching YouTube videos most of the day, and so someone's like, oh, man, he's not even going to be, not even be prepared for the show. We have a great show, rating skyrocket, and it's like, oh, look, guy actually did really well. Yeah. But nobody notices except for me. <laughs> Expect nothing and be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Dude, I love Michael Scott, man. I'm so, man, you know, I knew we were a great duo when I found out you liked The Office, but then I also need to question your loyalty when I was like, Hey, we should do an office quiz game right now. And you're like, oh, I don't know the show that well. I did pretty well in the quiz for the record. Yeah, you did all right. <laughs> you did all right. I think you could act like you, you could pretend like you give a crap a little bit more, but, <laughs> you know, be a little more excited. Okay, so if you were one character, just to wrap this up put, ni- nicely, put a bow on it. If you were, if you were, pick the character you're most relatable to in the office. Michael Scott's not even a question. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because I say dumb things or I say controversial things. Okay, so I know everybody wants to say this right because he's, but like, can I say Jim? Like, I feel like I'm the goofster in the office. Like, I'm kind of been sat down more yeah. than enough times. To be like, hey, so yeah, come on, we, are you gonna do your work? Yeah, come on, <laughs> and then it kind of gets done. Okay, uh, with that being said, so as AJ said, that was one of the things he said he knew he was gonna be a great duo is when we figured out that we both like the office. Well, I think we should take this a step further. So AJ's obviously become a much more regular resident on the show. And because of that, he needs a little bit of bio. People need to be introduced to him. But writing your own bio, one, boring. Two, also gets kind of tough. Well, I just erased my whole Twitter bio. Perfect. Because we're going to write each other's. Oh, boy. With AJ becoming a more regular fixture on the morning show, Ames with AJ on VFX, it's debated. Hey, there's people, right, who need to get to know AJ, and that means you need a bio, my man. But it's difficult sometimes to write about yourself because you don't want to sound too braggy, right? Yeah, like I see celebrities have other celebrities write about their uh, write about them in the bio. Right. So I figured what more fun way to do it than to have us write each other's bios. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we go. Okay. So for you, I would say you're definitely passionate. Yeah, passionate. I think you can generate an argument out of thin air. Okay. I really think you can. Passionate, argumentative. This is going good. What else you got? I do not know anyone who retains history as much as you do. Usually sports history, but Ajay's memory for things like that is impeccable. Ajay Salverton, passionate, argumentative, and an historian. This is going great. Can we go Ajay Salverton, actually? (laughs) All right. A tad unintentionally cringe. Okay, so unintentionally cringe. A tad. Smidge. Known as the Michael Scott. 
Yeah, maybe. I, I think I would definitely say that. Of the, in the radio office. biz. Yeah, a little bit. All right, AJ. All right. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. My turn, Sally. All oh, right. Oh, boy. I, I think you say it like I personally. I'm you trying. did. All right. Oh, sorry. I'm yes. sorry I insulted hey, you. Hey, it's my turn. My I am I'm public sorry. speaking. Don't oh. public interrupt me. Go ahead. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> AJ Knight. Yes, sir. Loves everything, including. Fries. I do like fries. Yes. Uh, hates um, hates the office quizzes. <laughs> loves Bob. What's his name? Euchre. Euchre. I do. Very loves, much. Oh, the Bob Euchre of the radio biz. There you go. You're welcome. That's high praise. Yes, that is. I, see, I, see, this oh, is how it works. I compliment oh. you to make your bio look good. I, I don't finish. just ream on you. You cut me. I wasn't reaming on you. All right. You cut me off. I, oh, you cut me. Well, you're cutting me off right now, Sorry, so stop. Uh, let's see here. What else? Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, the the guy of the Morning VFX show, obviously. Been here for a minute. Yep. Yeah, you've been here for a while. And uh, future sports commentator in uh, Quidditch. I've seen them play. Have you have you seen people play? Like it's yes, it's dude. violent. Yeah, dude, and they got a stick. You know that <laughs> I just running. It just can't be awkward. Tell me you've never seen Quidditch without telling me you've never seen Quidditch. Look, I would say you're one of the hardest workers in the building, if not the. I don't know anyone who runs around as much as you do. Oh, the other thing I wanted to when I was thinking about this, I'm not sure that there's actually anybody in Cash Valley that AJ does not know. Okay, calm down. Yeah. Oh, that, okay. That might be partially. True. I, I gotta be I, like. I feel like every time, like I, I get to meet someone, somebody knows but you. You phrased it right. I'm well known. I'm not popular. There's a difference. Popular is you're known and you're liked. Well known is just that you're known. Not everybody likes you. Eh, you don't want to be liked by anybody anyway. Everybody says they're liked by everybody. Those people are lying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's keep this going because. One of the things I would say that Ajay is very good at doing is being political. And I mean that where I feel like Ajay is much better at dealing with people than I am. I'm not. I'm emotions on my sleeves kind of guy. You get what you get. Yep. So the question is, Ajay's political ability, could he be going in the office? If so, what would your campaign be? Because that's how people really get to know you, right? Your campaign is supposed to be your centerpiece of what you're – uh, election would be, mm-hmm. and if we're trying trying to introduce you to people, there's no better way to tell people what you're all about than saying what your campaign slogan would be. Interesting, AJ. People really want to know you, and I'll tell you this, everyone. I would vote for AJ. I think you would represent me and other people well. I think you care about people. Yeah, that in your bio. Oh, there you go. Ams with AJ on VFX. AJ's in for the debate today, right? So AJ's been around. Now, on week three, so we want to in- introduce him. We wrote some things for each other's bios, and I think it's only fair to really get to know him, find out what his pillar beliefs are, what your campaign slogan would be. What would my campaign slogan be? There's so many choices. There really is. Um, wow, I could go, our prices have never been lower. <laughs> um, Obviously, I'll take it to cut taxes and <laughs> such, I'm assuming. <laughs> Mr. William what, if, L. If, if okay. you do, if <laughs> if you do become president, and that's your slogan, can you lower the ticket prices on specifically football games? I'm just looking at baseball tickets. Oh, I thought you were going to ask about speeding tickets. No, can, no, can no, no, no. Those are deserved. Tic- okay. No, those are deserved. Oh yeah, uh, uh, games. Football though? tickets specifically. Okay. Yeah, compared yeah, yeah. compared we'll to every that. other sporting event, it's atrocious. Um, I know what my slogan would be is, "You can trust me," and if you don't, you. Will never succeed. Here's my headline: AJ <laughs> creates a slogan. People think he is going to be really good, but others think he is. Thanks, Leslie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what was your slogan? What's your slogan? You're a slogan expert. Uh, I'm not a slogan. <laughs> you are too kind. Uh. <laughs> My, my campaign slogan has changed over the years. It is now at this point, not everyone. It's driving is a right, not a privilege. 
Excuse me. Driving is a privilege, not a right. That's what it would be. Okay, so not everyone. Driving is a right. Excuse me. Driving no, is no, a I privilege. Miss, it's is driving a right. is a privilege, not a right. You're not entitled to be able to drive. Uh, I want to make it stricter for people to drive. You get enough tickets. I like it. You gotta. You gotta take the driving test again. You gotta hey, read. Mine's gonna be short. People matter too. Fair. Fair. I think there'd be a lot of groundswell for that. Or don't call me Gary Coleman. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> I think the short people's a better way. <laughs> Last thing I need to have is, oh, look, now Gary Coleman's at the podium. Okay. <laughs> and then they're going to stick the little stupid stool underneath my feet so I can stand up and they get to the mic. They actually probably will do that. That kind of crap that makes you feel bad. Look, buddy, I said you had my vote. I'm sorry. I hope you make changes for short people everywhere. I need. I do need to create a Twitter bio, though. I, I erased all of it. Are you trying to send a message? Yeah. So the new thing in sports, right? Players delete all the, like Debo Samuel just did it, right? Deleted all the 49er stuff off his social media. Deleting he wants his all contract. my uh, Aggie stuff and everything. <laughs> AJ sending a message without actually sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> that will be my campaign. I'm sending a message without ever sending a message. Ooh, it's just so open. It could be anything. Dude, that's good. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah. I kind of like that. You know what? Yeah, I'm a genius. Has my vote. <laughs> Debate today on VFX. Speaking of politics, right? So I don't think many of us actually want to get in a career of it because it's just, it's a thankless job. It doesn't matter, right? Everybody gets blamed for everything. But speaking of which, right, it's been a tough navigation to handle all the COVID thing. And I have one very simple question for you, AJ. Ken? Do you trust your friends to not infect you with COVID? Because I heard a story about someone taking a vacation recently Friend of a friend, I want to be very clear. I want to distance myself as much as possible. Listen to you. I want to be very clear. Friend of a friend who uh, decided, eh, that stuff doesn't matter. Test positive or not, I'm going on vacation. No biggie. That's my new bio. Friend of a friend. On one hand, how much do I trust him? A lot. On the other, how much do I trust him? Not at all. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. How much do you trust your friends? And I think we'd all like to think, and I think for the most part, we're generally to the point where COVID has become a little bit more of an afterthought minus, you know, restrictions here, there, especially I think if you fly, they still got that going on. But AJ, throughout the whole thing, let me ask you this, because you can get a little reflective right now. Hopefully no karma or irony will come back to get you. How much did you trust your friends to not infect you with COVID? They're going to do the responsible thing. No, we're, we're fine there. I have no issues with it. See, I'm I'm the same. Totally. I was like, ah, I'm not worried. I think they'll be upfront about it. No one's going to be like, ah, screw it. I'm going to go over and hang out with AJ anyway. However, I heard this story. Get this. Friend of a friend. I want to be very clear. This is And this is true because I can't stand this friend of a friend. This friend of a friend was supposed to go on vacation back home. They were back home in Indiana. And they were going to go down to Florida. They were going to go to Disney World, right? The most magical place on earth. What had happened is the weekend before they were about to take off on this road trip, someone found out that they had COVID. And this person had been around all the family that was going, bringing their girlfriend, had been all around it. And I kid you not, the story goes that the girlfriend was like, well, what if we just don't say anything? What if we just go? And I was like, for realsies? They, they, did, they, they tried to go. I don't know what the end of the story is. I didn't want to hear it because they had, this is like, they had just left. I was like, I don't want to know. This person sucks. But they had gotten they'd gotten an actual positive test, an actual positive test, and we're like, well, we're gonna go down to a theme park jam packed with people. Yeah, whatever, we're just gonna go. I couldn't believe that. I was like, really? See, when I got it, I felt like so sick. I there's no way I was going anywhere. I couldn't have pulled it off. I knew I, I was gonna get when sick. you got it. I thought for sure you had got it for me. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I, I don't know. And then you got it. I was like, oh, that's that's it. I had it, and I sat out work for a while, and then I didn't have it. I was like, that blew my mind. Yeah, I remember that. that we we recorded podcasts. We've been around each other, and I was like, oh, I, I for had to sure sit had out it. Christmas. I'm telling, that was a horrible time. Um, yeah, I don't see. I don't. I think my friends are responsible enough that they're like, look, if you're sick, stay home. If you're not, let's go. For what it's worth, I trust you to not infect me. Um, that's I would say the same about you. Good news. I think we Great. have you know some, what we call common sense. <laughs> God bless India. We, we got Dylan on the line. Dylan, just very simple, just being a little bit reflective on it. Do you trust your friends not to give you uh, to spread COVID to you? 
I don't trust my friends at all. They would definitely show up to my house with COVID. I could forgive you if you're asymptomatic, but if you have a cold, you should be smart enough to stay home. But they wouldn't do that. They would just say it was allergies. <laughs> wow. All right. Friends under the bus on that one, yeah, huh? No kidding. Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Okay, speaking of being critical of people we know, AJ is going to take on our... Uh, should I call it selfie culture? Social media culture. How about that? Oh, Just the need to film so many things. Me. He is upset, and I don't know that he's wrong. As we've heard the last couple of weeks, AJ benefited at least a little bit, it seems like, from joining me on the morning show. Ames with AJ, AJ in, on VFX. People wanting to get his picture and come up and have conversations with him, but uh, apparently you got a little bit of an issue with this social media yeah, culture. Yeah, hey, why don't, we, why don't we film this? Why don't we just film this whole thing right now? Why don't we just film you and me having a conversation? Oh, and we walk out. Let's have let's film me, you, and you know, walking out the door. Or hey, let's film you and me going to grab a donut. Speculation. Why do people need to film? Like when we did like our eating thing in the kitchen, whatever it was. Why yeah. did we film it? So people could see that we did it. Why do we need to film it? Be that we did it. Like, what's the point? Well, twofold. One was the visual proof, so people had actual proof that we did the challenge. The second thing was I wanted to post it on my social media. I mean, and then you got, you got people filming them hitting a baseball. Well, congratulations. I hit one, two, and I was like six. You want me to film that, huh? Throw it all over Instaface okay. and Snapgram? So, so <laughs> if we could direct this, what is your biggest pet peeve when it comes to filming pictures? They whatever? just film everything. They have to take a photo of everything. Oh, look, I'm having a cheeseburger. Let me take a photo of it and put it on Instagram. I got a situation for you that I ran into that was annoying. Let me see do you, see if you see any differences. So my last vacation, I was in, I believe it was Amsterdam, and they have one of the biggest and oldest libraries in the world there. And they don't let, you can get into it, but you have to have special permission. But we took a tour as a museum, and so they have like this balcony you can walk out onto so you can see everything. And they have books there that are thousands of years old. So... My my family, me, Ashley, my brother, my sister-in-law, we went in there. We took a picture just of of the library because, you know, to take a picture, right, of the site we've seen. There were other people there that were posing and had people take pictures there. And I put on mine when I shared the picture of the library. I said, ah, oh, what you don't see in here is me with a caption of, oh, knowledge is power. Oh, read a book a day. Because I was like, who cares if you're posing in front of a library? Like, I just wanted a picture of the library to commemorate how amazing it was. Do you see a difference in both of those, or are we both wrong? No, I think we're okay. I, I'm with you on that one. Mine, absolutely. Okay. Oh, like, or people dancing. Like, let me take a photo of me dancing. Why? Why? Like, just, you don't have to get in front of a camera and dance and then post it on social media. So then what you're saying is your, your standard for entertainment is no. higher than where the current one has sunk. Sure, like if I'm out with friends and they're like, oh, I'm going to take a video of this. No, don't take a video of me. Just let me do what I'm going to do without having to have a camera or a video on me. I'm a celebrity, <laughs> all right? And I don't so, need to have the world seeing my every move. So this is a little bit of both for you. You have a problem with what is sort of considered entertainment now, but you also don't want people taking pictures of you. There's people who will like uh, post you know, too much of themselves on Insta face or snap. Yeah, I would agree with that. Snapping face. Or so then when I took pictures occasionally when we did the USU women's games, do you have a problem with that? No. That's so different. That was cool. Hey, we're doing a game, you know, or something like that. It's but true. when people I mean, are that's like, what I said. oh, let me film me going to talk to this person or let me film me, you know, I'm going to you know, get my water cup full here. Let me film me doing this. Give me a break. Okay, so what I'm hearing is oh, your, so your, annoyed right your now. standard for what you, you know, would call... I was having a great morning until we did this. <laughs> All right, you'll be fine. But what I'm hearing is your standard for what you consider quote-unquote content is higher than the threshold that we're at now. Yes. And I would second that. I think that's fair. You still need to film every second of your life. But I'm with you, man. I go on vacations semi-regularly, and it's one of the things that that... I that bugs me a little bit is people I feel like don't let themselves be in the moment of the vacation. I will on I honestly have twenty photos and videos total combined in my phone. Twenty videos and photos combined. It's impressive. Because I, I don't need to take a photo of everything that I do. It's great. Well, I mean, the truth of the matter is, it's like the same thing, right? Where people video like their favorite songs at concerts. Be like, are you really gonna go back and watch that? Yeah. Are you really gonna go back and watch it? The answer is no. 
I'm with you. I think that there's a little bit of sacrifice in terms of posting what you see in social media that you miss the mo- being in the moment itself because you want to capture the perfect moment. Whereas the one you're going to remember is the moment you ca- you were living in, not the one you captured. VFX's Facebook roulette mm, trying to flood your timeline with good stuff, inspirational or funny things, while also pleasing Ajay, who is a very he's a very tough critic. I am. I Very am. tough. Yep. Yabby, yabby perfect. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ is in. I don't know that this will land for you, but it does for me. So there's a very popular meme that has probably been overdone that's coming out here in probably eh, another week and a half or so, about the month of May. It involves NSYNC because they have a song called It's Gonna Be Me, but they say oh, it in such a right? So they say it in such a weird way that everybody shares a Justin Timberlake picture and it's, hey, it's gonna be May. This one says, Roses are red. The weather is gray in a few weeks, and it's a picture of young Justin Timberlake with the ramen hair, current Justin Timberlake, and then it's both of them facing each other on the next set, and it looks like the old Justin Timberlake is eating the hair because it looks like ramen. And the joke is it's going to be May. Okay, I got to start seeing these things. Come look at just it. Not funny. Come look at I'm it. I'm going to come look at see it. See if this lands for you. All right, let's see if this lands for me. Um, Okay, not bad. Now I kind of understand what you're talking about. Okay, that's not bad at all, actually. Yeah, there we go. By the way, he really does look like the producer. You know who oh, I'm yeah, talking yeah. About? oh, yeah. But, I mean, how did, his hair looks like ramen, right? Like, you could... Oh, yeah. It, okay, yeah. making sure. Yes, yes, yes. New, current JT looks like old producer. I agree. You got you to do a better job of, uh, you know, presenting that to me. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. It's a visual joke. You can see it on our Facebook page, Utah's <laughs> VFX. It's tough. It's a visual joke. Age, uh, the AJ Knight, AJ Salvi, finding at us across all social media. Um, unless producer Butters randomly tells me from other reason that he cancels here shortly, we will 100% have the after show today. Had an issue on Friday, but we're back 1030. So make sure you find us, actually find us across all social media, Utah's VFX, so you can vote for Park Narks. AJ, you're staring at me because I know you want it. You got any advice for the people? <laughs> My favorite segment of the I day. Knew, I knew. I, was, I knew. What do you got? <clears throat> If you're going to eat chocolate, <laughs> eat the chocolate with purpose, with feeling, with passion. And then you really taste what the chocolate's all about. I feel like that's a quote from something, but no, I don't recognize it. I swear I just made that up. I was saying, I'm so incredibly voice. awesome. I need to be an actor. Okay, it's not bad. It's one of those things, again, where you if you dive a little bit, I think it's applicable across multiple fronts. Just <laughs> Ajay says it in such a silly way, it's hard to take it seriously. You know what? This is why we need to be filming everything that we're doing so people can see that. <laughs> right, yeah. I heard someone else say the opposite <laughs> of that earlier, but I can't remember who they were. Tell tomorrow morning for Gary Coleman. <laughs> yeah, that's who it was. <laughs> Tell tomorrow morning for <laughs> with AJ. Don't do anything we want to do. And thanks for listening to VFX. Bye.